We are back after two weeks. Thank fucking Christ we're back. What it do? Episode 25, quarter century of The Morning Tilt. Any words? What a milestone. <laughs> the only thing that has changed in the last 25 episodes is our Long and McQuaid bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we bought, we, bought we bought the stuff. Like, we're now a, an official We figured 25 episodes podcast. in. We have purchased it from Steve, the retail manager. <laughs> I think I'd rather get kicked in the balls 25 <laughs> times than send you another e-transfer for Long and oh McQuaid. Oh, my God. Every month, Corey just sends this fucking message. Hey, boys, um, send this amount of money. Entrepreneurs, uh, Long and McQuaid. Entrepreneurs. Like, I'd rather die. It was to the point where I just threw my wallet at him. I'm like, buy it. Yeah, like, whatever just, like, it buy is, it just, out just, now? Buy, yeah. just buy it, please. <laughs> Look, please. It's, young, it's, it's a startup life. You know, you start, you don't have the, the raw materials, the resources. Chip in a chair. I portaged down, you know, blur to get to Long and McQuaid <laughs> for this stuff. So uh, I'm glad that we have it. I'm glad that we're strong. And wow, 25 episodes later, we are moving season two into season three. You know, every time I look at our equipment, I oh, it, it's the first thing that comes to my mind. Colin Coward uses the same mics as us. Which is wild. We have the same mics as the number one sports pr- talk on Fox. What Sports. blows my mind is that I plug in one thing and we have a podcast. Yeah, we just said we plugged in three things. We're like, okay, we're ready. I plug low in the mic to entry. And yeah. Yeah. Very low barriers. Very to low barriers to entry. The entry. Yeah. The barrier, the, the, I feel like to, I'm in like B one eleven again. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like <laughs> Porter's five forces. What are you crossing the border? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Are you doing a SWOT analysis on the on the on the podcast? Oh god. How's the weekend? Rafa? Weekend? What was this weekend? I'll start. Yeah, please. Yeah, you actually <laughs> I'm did so something. Out of it. <laughs> uh, wow. So, what a weekend. Hey, you were busy um, this weekend. I went up north, golfed a couple times. Um, highlight of the weekend is uh, I went fishing with my pops, and uh, I caught two gorgeous largemouth bass and a couple pike. And uh, couldn't tell you what the fuck a pike is. You're the, big, you're, you're the you're the anti-Gordy. I you never know, you haven't yeah. been south of Steels in years. I only know Pike from uh, <laughs> I think they have Pike and RuneScape. I used to fish for those. That's about my my extent of Pike. Look, this is my analysis. Like, oh, Pike Place at Starbucks. I get I get a Grande one of those once a week. It, it just like so. My dad, uh, let me paint you a picture. It's been a couple of weeks. I haven't painted in years. Rusty. Um, my dad and I found this, I guess, this rock or, or this hot spot where we would, you know, you chuck in the worm and the bobber is just buried within seconds. Like you, you chuck got, it You got to speak English and, here. And you're legitimately, this is for the listeners who like actually like leave Thornhill is like. Something about a bobber? We're catching fish, you know, 50, 60, 70 fish within 20 minutes. Like you pop it in, boom, you're just, just nailing them. So let, let, right? let's just, I just want to, I want everybody to stay with us here. In 20 minutes of fishing, you caught 70 fish. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. More fish than what's on display at like Loblaws. The only thing that boat. was holding us back from catching more fish was the speed that we were removing the hook from their mouth. If we were catching them in, getting out quick, like I've never were seen you, anything like this. Were you fishing in an aquarium? <laughs> Where were you fishing at the pet store? At the Ripley's? Yeah, <laughs> pet store. <laughs> My analysis was how dumb can fish be? Like, was it the same same fish? How many fish are there? Are oh, you didn't keep them? No, keep them. There were there were fishers. They were small. You need to, you need to. You're using so much vocabulary that I don't think anybody understands. A fisher? Apparently, if we leave Thornhill, we'll understand fishing. Yeah, like, what's, a, what's a fisher? What's a bobber? Who are you? I don't even know you. Okay, let's just level set here. What are you, a fisherman? 
You got you. Have you? We'll be on Discovery Channel next week. What are you, Lieutenant like Dan? <laughs> Bubba <laughs> Gump? <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> anyway, no, seriously, you have to speak English. No one's gonna know what we're talking about. Every single person listening to this podcast can follow me. You two okay. delinquents. Just simply, okay. you don't even know where you're left from right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a poll after this on Instagram. What's a pisher? If you know what it means, say yes. <laughs> we'll do yes or no. Do you know what a pisher is? <laughs> First, I have to figure out how to spell it. What a weekend, though. <laughs> what a weekend. So, who, so what was the story? So what did you like do this weekend other than fish? Were you just um, on the boat? Yeah, I went golfing a couple times. Uh, hammered White Claw. Uh, shout out White Claw Glabe, Gabe. Fuck, baby, fuck. Woo. Woo! Fuck baby, fuck! Woo! Woo! White cough light, dude. He's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 a, he's a real guy. He's a real guy. He can't be. He's got to be like morphed or like. When I first saw yeah. him, I thought for sure he has Tourette's. Like for sure yeah, he has he's Tourette's. Not, he's not a hundred percent there. No, I think he. I think I think this is like. I think he's like an actor. There's no way that's his life. He doesn't go to a restaurant. He's like white cough. Yeah, fuck. Ooh, think that can't about, Think about his day to day for a sec. Wake up, uh, drive to the beach, pull out his phone and go fuck baby fuck white claw and make the weekend (laughs) (laughs) tiktok is just taking over the world it's amazing craig what'd you do Um, this weekend any highlights any lowlights what did i do this weekend um played golf saturday couple friends how was new track which is always nice it was fun. Sunday. What'd you shoot like eighty six and like almost crashed no, your car? No, I shot eighty eight and I was pretty rattled. Oh my god! Okay. Um, Sunday played tennis. Came back from a. Let's four talk one. about it because yeah, I was I was there. I was watching. You were there. I was watching. Obviously, they they called me. They're like, "You want to go for lunch after?" I'm like, yeah, "I'll come." <laughs> I'm so bored. I'll come watch yeah. you play too. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the best. When I catch you like those Sunday moods when yeah. you're just like looking at the ceiling, yo, Rafa, you want to just like come for lunch today? Yeah, like before you start getting to the because the tennis match, let me tell you, it was better than anything you're watching at Wimbledon. Tennis match, I play a buddy. Better who, than anything you're watching. I know he's time. listening, but he'll be honest with me as well. Like he just doesn't beat me. He can't beat him. He just doesn't beat me. So I was shitting my pants. I was down four one. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I'm like, standing there. I'm like, is, is Craig have a like fever? I literally cannot hit a forehand. So serve starts getting revved up. Mm-hmm. You know, a little adversity to get over. I think I break him. I'm up. I'm down four two, wow. and then I hold serve. I'm like, okay, let's get it to four. Yeah, it was three. four one with serve. Yeah, four one. I had to break him, broke him with ease, serve to get to four three. He wins five three, and then it just from there, it's just like goodbye. I was so hungover. I had to rub my eyes and make sure I wasn't watching like Djokovic versus Federer. <laughs> it was so intense. I was the only one watching, and I felt like there were ten thousand people behind me. It was great. Where'd you guys play? Wilshire. We play at King High. King so High. So park around the block. Yeah. Um, solo court. I was on the road. It's his home barn, which is always tough. Yeah, home barn's tough. Now I remember what I did this weekend. No other, idea. What other I than did. watching us play tennis. No idea what I did Saturday during the day. I'm trying to think. I have no idea. Um, Saturday night, like blackout drunk. Oh fuck! I forgot about Saturday yeah, night. Saturday night was drunk. very fun. Saturday night, little backyard action with some boys. I loved um, going to like the front of the house. Yeah, the front of the house was good too. But we we look. It was it was a nightmare night. Um, woke up Sunday just. Felt like a dog. Like it wasn't great, and that's when I got invited to Wimbledon. So I went to watch ten- uh, Craig and uh, I went to watch them play tennis. Wimbledon. Yeah, literally Wimbledon. Um, <laughs> watched them play tennis. Went to a patio after, which was great. Um, what did I do? I think I went home and watched Netflix the rest of the day. Pretty standard Sunday. And then the Sunday scaries hit. They they smacked me. They punched me in the face right after we finished eating. I can't believe we haven't spoken about Sweet Tooth yet. I feel like I got. Oh my, oh my god. god, Sweet Tooth. Wait, what episode are you on now? 
I'm are you done? A, no. Oh, so I, we can't actually talk about no, it? No, yeah. I'm on episode two. Um, Let's talk about Sweet Tooth. So my first, my, first, uh, my first Snapchat to Max was episode one. I sent them a Snapchat the same day of like episode six. Oh, it's the same day. I, I, I don't even know how it's possible because I swear the Snapchats were like two hours apart, but you watch six hours of TV. Yeah, Craig watched that. It was one of the fastest shows I've ever seen somebody watch. What's it, eight episodes? Eight episodes. Yeah. It's approximately, I'd say like seven hours all in. I would love to be, like, I'm, I'm so early in the show. But I would love to be like just on the loose hunting hybrids. <laughs> I just think like, that would like be you want to you want to be like a, a last man, a last man. This isn't a gonna this man. isn't gonna make sense to anybody who hasn't watched the show. But I would love to just be like hunting. Let me just demolish this dear little fucking kid. <laughs> these little pig kids. Can you imagine uh, just like a Brett fifty cal just like setting up shop at like at like a like a fish man. <laughs> Like a half pig, half human, <laughs> just sniping it from a hundred feet. Oh, what a show! It's really love, good. If you I haven't watched it. it, I I I always get nervous to recommend shows because I'll watch anything. Like I'll watch I'll watch shows that I have I no be idea the, how you find. I anything. could be the only viewer on Earth that's watched the show, and I'll love it. So when I recommend shows, it's usually I've I've definitely done some research. I think we have ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which you have to take with a grain of salt. But ninety eight percent is pretty serious. Um, and it was a DC comic book adaptation. So that pretty much drew me in right there. Um, yeah. No, eight I, episodes. I, I was a big fan. It's worth eight episodes, and there's definitely a season two. So all tilters. Oh, sorry. Last thing. Forgot. Um, Robert Downey Jr. produces the show. Shut the fuck so up. So Iron Man's producing the show. And a lot of rumors he's no, going to he be. No, he doesn't. A lot of pr- rumors he's going to be in season two. Wow. A lot of rumors. As, like, the main general of The Last Men? Well, we know who that is already. But, like, the main main. I don't think there's anybody higher than him. What's his name? Abbott? I mean, we need General to start Douglas Abbott. I'm, like, yeah. I'm early. I'm early. What? We're, I'm so early in the show. Abbott, yeah. oh. Don't worry. But yeah, RDJ involved. Why don't we take a deeper dive into last week and why we just didn't have an episode? Yeah, I think we owe, the, I think we owe it to the fans. Because I tried to give a little blimp on the Instagram story, but we can get more into detail on it. I'll start. 25th episode. You guys show up to my house. We're buzzing. Totally buzzing. I think I finished a 15-bite Dippin' Dots in three bites. I was, like, just so fired up to get moving. And um, I was just fired up for a dart. We're recording. We record at 8 a.m. <laughs> we record at 8 p.m. We decided not to record at 7.58 p.m. We were sitting down, ready to record, and we said, let's put a disgusting amount of money on the Habs and not record. Plus 180. Plus 180 in a must-win game. If you're going to give me plus 180... In a hockey game that's five on five with an all-star Hall of Fame caliber goaltender, I'm going to put my TFSA on it, <laughs> which I almost did. And it's a good thing you didn't. Because um, they got killed. I think this is a great... <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. <laughs> this is a great transition into sports. I'm going to run through the game because I remember it like it was yesterday. First of all, we had absolute domination in the second period. The second period was... Full-blown domination, tied. We were tied, right? One all. One all. First period was a little scary. I'm not gonna lie, but we were one all. We escaped out of the first second period. period. Looked like Craig when he plays me in Chell. Like I don't <laughs> touch the puck. I don't touch the puck. We take the lead. No, excuse me. We go into the third period. You missed it. I'm, the, what am I missing? The point three seconds yes. left. Yes. Okay. There we go. It's one all. Point three seconds left. Um, who was it on Tampa? It Blake was Coleman. Coleman. Coleman scores with 0.3 seconds left on the clock, and every like 
ounce of life in my body just left. The and morale I think, in this room I think was... That's what I was going to get to. If you walked in here, you would think that we were mourning I think every tilter would have paid $300 admission oh. to walk into this oh door and see our face. Oh, my God. When they scored with 0.3 seconds There was, left. like, Jewish bagel catering. Like, somebody's died. Yeah, like These black, three guys are sitting... Black suit, keepas, yeah, everything. Like, <laughs> like, the short chairs like that, like, the mourners sit in. Like, that was us. Like, it was as if... It was as if, like, I don't even... I, <laughs> Craig said the Shema. <laughs> the Shema Israel. Yeah, we were literally we were we were saying prayers and then that happened. Then it was just it was just like somebody ripped out our hearts. Yeah. Because going into the third one one, like that's with, the type with, of game Montreal's gonna play. With, yeah. with which we have double the shots. Yeah. Double the shots. We're buzzing on offense. I mean, first of all, Vasilevsky robbed us about four times. Suzuki had two breakaways by himself. Didn't score on either. Yeah. I, I gotta give Vasilevsky credit. If I've learned anything from this series, this guy's for real. Can I say one this thing guy's before? Like for, no, no, no. I mean, like, and Corey's making a face. I mean, like, potentially generationally. I think we're real. the biggest idiots of all time. Now that you bring up Vasilevsky, pre-series, he was plus 350 for the Conn Smythe. Wow. Which is playoff MVP. Yeah, point's been great. Kucherov's mm-hmm. been great. Point hasn't had a point all series, so he's done. Kucherov's great. Vasilevsky is the Conn Smythe winner. I think so, too. He is the Conn Smythe winner. I think he's minus 150. Might be, might be Kucherov. But it, I think it'll be close. Like, if you can get plus 350 for a guy who's having a historic postseason, I think his GAA is under 1.6. So, like, we just let's, fucked up. Let's there. let's flip that for a second. If somehow Montreal wins, which I'm not saying they will, is it Price? Yeah, it's Price because like, I don't think – I think it's 100%. different where they – Or Josh Anderson. But I think Price – because you have to take all playoffs into No, like if you take one effect. player off the team, if you take Price off there, they're oh, not they're even done. Like, I don't yeah, even yeah, think yeah. they're in the playoffs. Oh, no, fuck no. Yeah. 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 So, and, and let's be clear, Tilters, we're currently watching Game 5. Oh, yeah. We're watching Game 5. It's 3-1 Tampa in Tampa Bay, 0-0 in the first period. Welcome to the hour-long sweat. We're watching. I didn't put money on it, but I'm obsessed with Montreal tonight. Yeah. I, I said it before we recorded, before the game. Montreal wins tonight, they win the series. <laughs> I've said it every game. But I'll say it now. If Montreal wins this game and they're down 3-2 going home, it's tied. It, they win this game, they're going to Game 7. There's nothing to talk about there. Game 7, give me Carey Price. Wow. Which Bomb is crazy tour. to think about because if, if they get to that point. If they get to Game 7, the series is over. It'd be very impressive. And again, only four teams in NHL history have ever won the Stanley That's Cup that, final. That even sounds too many. Pause sounds like too many. Crayfish. I feel it's like the, in basketball, the most, I don't think no, it's ever happened basketball, in basketball. I think it only happened once. Wasn't LeBron down 3-0? 3-1. Was it three one? Yeah, when when he when he had the press conference with the sunglasses and he's like, I'm gonna win this series. I think it's only happened. That was the block by James in Game Seven. Crayfish, right. sports trivia for you. I don't expect you to name all four because I think a lot of them were early, early on. Yeah. Would you be able to name me one series in NHL history? Yeah. Toffoli did it. La La Kings like 2011. Who they come back from? I'm gonna San Jose. San Jose. Remember they choked. San Jose was the biggest choke job ever, like early 2010s. They're up 3-0 against the Kings. Wow. Pardon me again because of the two teams you just gave me, and this is me just being a complete noob. That wasn't in the finals. That was just in the playoffs. No, no, no. It wasn't in the finals. Can't be in the finals. So has it ever happened in the finals? No. I don't think so. so. My my gut tells me no chance. It has happened in the Eastern Conference Finals, and the one that I'm thinking about is the Simon Gagne and Daniel Breer-led Philadelphia Flyers um, uh, came back against Boston down 3-0. And then they were down three nothing in game seven. Did they have Chris Pronger? They had, that, I think that was before Chris Pronger. Well, I know something. Simon Gagne was a stud. Yeah, their team was awesome. Are you guys saying Simon, but like it's Simon? Yeah, Simon. 
Just making sure. Yeah. Simon Gagnier. <laughs> uh, you're saying Simon. I'm like, how the fuck do you spell that? S E E A O. Like, it's so, Simon. So, what an episode we have. Like, just thinking about all the sports. <laughs> I mean, it's such an <laughs> such an interesting time of year. <laughs> I don't know why the way you said that was like we came on the air like two seconds ago. We're like 18 seconds. What episode we have? <laughs> this is what it's all about. 15 minutes of banter. You hear That's how we're great. doing. You hear what's going on. And now we talk business. So when you think <laughs> about it, hockey and basketball are and down. But there's so much going on in sports. We had the match this weekend. The match was great. We have M- McGregor coming up on sun- on Saturday. We have a uh, couple Canadians playing pretty deep Wimbledon tennis. All these like unique sports. The Suns in four. Suns I guess we can four. sprinkle a little Euro, too. I'm going to talk about the Euro for 30 seconds, and I think that's more than enough. I think we all need to We can also talk bit. about Woodbridge, Ontario, and how it's the most yeah. tilting place of all time. Oh. <laughs> oh. People in my office are going to listen to this. They're going to... They're gonna, the gonna only be, time I'm going to Woodbridge if Italy wins if I have a fully loaded AK-47. Or, <laughs> or, or a Vaughn Rangers, Al Paladini, minor midget, double-A game. Craig, oh yeah, your that's, your pr- that's the admission price. Craig, your face is going to be on a dartboard in my office. <laughs> No, but hang on. I, there's something I have to talk about with the Euro Cup, and I think it's soccer in general because I watched something happen two hours ago. So we're starting with the Euros. I, I just let's, let's get it out of the let's way. Get let's get out of the way. We're not gonna talk about it for long. Stupid. We're not gonna talk about it long. We're not gonna talk about it long. On a penalty kick, not penalty kicks like to win the game, like regulation time. There's a penalty kick. Extra time, you mean? Anytime, whatever. Because Any, I think it. Oh yeah, just right. Just not right, in right, penalty right. kicks. Like right, not right, like right. a shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Penalty kick. I line up to shoot to kick. I miss. The goalie saves it. How in God's name is that ball now live? Everybody else on the field is 10 yards behind you. Yeah. You have a one-on-one with a goalie who just flew, flew across the field to save the ball. So if the ball's anywhere near you, it's an, it's an open net. Yeah. Which and that happened. just happened today to England. So we were walking. Raph and I were walking oh down God. Queen looking for a place to eat. And we just stumbled watching the game just like there was a TV on. There's a penalty kick like out of the blue. Harry Kane up to tee it off. Goalie saves it. Like the save of the century. He's by himself there in the box with the ball, so he just pops the yeah. rebound. Every All other 30 players are sprinting down, but they're 10 yards it's behind. It's the stupidest rule I've ever seen in sports, and that has to change. I know we actually, I actually know for a fact we have a lot of soccer fan listeners, which is unbelievable because of how much we talk bad about it. If any of you want to give me a call and explain this, I need to understand the logic behind a penalty kick in regulation being a live ball. What's your phone number? I'm not going to give it out. <laughs> but I, I, everybody who's going to call me knows that I'm talking to them, and they'll call me. So those people, thank you. Yeah. I, I just uh, – how do you have rebound control in soccer? The ball's coming right. in at you know, 60 miles an yeah. hour. bounces off your shoulder. How do you, how do you control and the rebound? It's such a close distance. You are six feet tall. The net is the size of the ocean. <laughs> if you save the ball, they need to stop the game and like hand you an award. A penalty kick? It's it's like, uh, how do you miss? How is it missable? Yeah, dude. It's how the, is it missable? It's the biggest mystery to me. Let alone the semifinals of the Euro Cup. Your best players taking a penalty kick and you save it, and then, and then two two seconds later you're crying. The game's over. You lost. It it is a, a mystery to me how these games are one nothing. The net is huge. It's massive. <laughs> it's like teeing up on the beach and having to drive and hit the water. That's how I look at it. It is crazy to think about it that way, Corey. But like, I guess the scoring opportunities are just so just wire the ball, so just rare. Wire it. Yeah, like every like half the shots on that go in. Just shoot one. You're telling me Ronaldo can't like pick a corner from anywhere on the like the field? Just wire it. I guess he does. Like he scores more than anybody else. 
Who, Pinaldo? They call him Pinaldo because all he does is score on penalty kicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But honestly... That's my one soccer joke. Boys. Yeah, that was a good. <laughs> that was good. Um, I need to not apologize, but everybody, everybody from my office specifically, they all told me Italy. I said Portugal. Yes, I'm embarrassed. Yes, I believe in Italy. Forza Azuri. I think Italy's going to take it all. Ask me how many minutes wow. of Italy soccer I've watched. How many minutes? Zero. But I got Italy winning it all. Wow. My prediction? Yeah, yeah. Colo, colo. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's coming home. England. Is Sunday at 6 p.m. How'd you it's know that? It's coming home. How'd you know? What, like, what did you just Wait, say? Wait, was that their goal horn? I thought he was just What singing. was that? I thought you were... <laughs> soccer fans will get it, man. Was that an England thing? I have no idea. It didn't sound <laughs> it English. It sounded amazing. It didn't it's, sound it sounded, To be honest, it sounded amazing. Yeah. I, I actually have a story. So that when was, I was crazy. When I was in Europe... Holy and cow. When I was in Europe, we were... Um, we were buzzing down the street. I can't even remember what country, maybe in Prague or something. And we were walking down the street and I'm not kidding you. There were 15,000 people just marching down the street, like in the main, like, um, tourist part of Prague singing that song. Yeah. Yeah. Golo, yeah. Golo. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Police came out and pepper sprayed, <laughs> pepper sprayed Wait. the entire crowd. 1500 <laughs> so, people went down. So let's confirm again. You're singing a song that you heard on the streets of Prague because you think England's going to take it home. That's how much I know soccer. <laughs> Any soccer tip? I don't I'm know. impressed. I'm impressed that we're even talking. It's been three, four minutes. Ask me who wins. Ask me who wins. Who do you think wins? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a shit. It won't change my day regardless. I got Italian friends from hockey. I got fake English people. And how are there so many England fans in Toronto? <laughs> Yeah, it makes I no sense. I don't get it. We saw. We hang on. <laughs> can you imagine sitting? Can you we imagine sitting, on a sitting patio? in England and seeing like Toronto Maple Leaf shirts? Oh my god! We were we were, we <laughs> we're sitting at dinner on the patio, and uh, this Escalade comes flying down the street <laughs> with England flags out the window. They just won, and the woman behind honked. He put his car in park on a one way. <laughs> got out of his car, the driver. <laughs> On the hood of the girl behind his car starts banging like Donkey Kong. <laughs> gets back in his car and drives away. Like, what, you go to Wales once? <laughs> yeah, literally. And what, your soccer team wins? You could come and bang my fucking <laughs> car? Destroy like, can some I RKO woman? you through the fucking concrete <laughs> right now? <laughs> like, he, he dented her hood like a, to- a little lady in like a Toyota Camry. Her car's destroyed. It's like the Sabres beat the Leafs. I go just like a, the purge Thornhill. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I looked at Max and I go, what would you do if that was your car? Run him over. I'd hit him. I'd for sure hit him. He's jumping on your car. Who's this guy? Legit you're, never been never been tangled. Your soccer team won. Do you know any of the people on the team? <laughs> like, I think that's why there's just, like, murders at soccer games. Oh, soccer. I You know, I have to get, like, soccer fans at no, the games are absolute psychopaths. You need to bring, like, homicide detectives together. They're, they're like... They're so energized. I've never seen fans with so much energy. And yeah. I just find that every soccer stadium seats like 55 billion people. Yeah. Like basketball games, like 18,000. There's got to be 100,000 people at that angle. Watching the fans at a soccer game is more intriguing than the soccer game. For sure. Soccer game is... Well, it's, a, it's an absolute, just a mayhem in the crowd. But anyways, I got to move on. I think we have to move on. <laughs> the crowd today at Wimbledon, though. Okay, little, little segue there. Transitions. Roger Federer lost in three straight sets today. First Rarely. time in his Wimbledon career. <laughs> and the crowd was just 
so precious towards him. Of like course. Standing ovation. Of course. You don't know if it's the last Roger Federer appearance we'll see at Wimbledon. He'll be back. Do you know that? No. I don't know that. I don't and know it, it, It's but very I, sad. But I know it. And we have one listener that we know that we may not say, who we interact with on Twitter. Often. Often. We'll be very, very sad if he doesn't show up next year. This individual thinks Roger Federer is the greatest athlete of all time. Now he knows who he is. The greatest athlete of all time. Don't get me wrong. He is. He rubs off prestigiousness. He rubs off like elegance. Do and I know, and do I know just, this individual? And it's Can just I the guess? face of tennis. Oh, no, I'm talking about Federer now. Okay, thank God. I'm, you think this <laughs> fan is just... <laughs> who do you think I'm talking about? <laughs> fucking Queen of England? I'm sorry. I'm going to throw names. You think Barrett screams <laughs> <laughs> prestige and royalty? <laughs> honestly, honestly. Guy's on his couch right now with a, with a Muskoka... Detour beer watching Wimbledon from the Kivas, from the Kivas performance, a hundred percent prestigious. Oh, there's a shout out for Bear, but yeah, the, oh, the crowd you. was was phenomenal. Some random Polish guy beat Federer. I was shocked, but uh, some Canadian presence too. Crazy. Denis Shapovalov five setter against Karen Karavajov from Russia. <laughs> I will say I was watching coverage today, and they are saying this is the first time. That they're starting to see the young guns. I, I don't want to use the word take over the Nadal, Jokovic, Federer, but you're starting to see a little bit of life, a little bit of transition. I can see what you're uh, saying. I just uh, think they're just taking over everybody except Djokovic. Yeah, well, yo, yeah. Because Federer is getting up there in age. Nadal's, you know, great, but dependent on the material. This is the, the transition, court. though. It's starting. It is the and transition. We have a Canadian kid right at the heart of it, and which that's is with Sitsipas losing first round. So it's good to see the depth in men's tennis. I don't tennis. know why I'm obsessed with when you say his name. Do I say it wrong? No, no, I, I don't know how to say it. I'm I just couldn't upset. pronounce it Sitsipas. either. Stefano Sitsipas. I love Sitsipas. it. What a great name. So, Dennis was asked <laughs> after the game. He's like, you know you're playing Djokovic after. Like, the best of all time. He's like, I loved his answer. He's like, you know what? Grew up watching him. Great player. Best player in the world. But when I walk onto this court, it's going to be 0-0. Which is a phenomenal answer. He'll lose in three sets. What do you think he's actually <laughs> thinking? But he's actually think. I think he's actually thinking that. I think he's really confident. Yeah, you. I mean, you definitely get up for that match, right? It's a match of a lifetime. I think Watch it's the I'm a believer that, especially individual sports, it's anybody's game any day. Obviously, the odds are going to be the odds. The chances are going to – the percentage or whatever. Anybody can win on any day in an individual sport. What do you think sport. Novak opens at? Minus 400. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I'm not even joking. No, that wasn't even like – I'm not smiling. Minus 3,400. Just because, like, he, he's been there 100 times. Yeah, I have a question for you guys. I think um, he opens as like he opens as like a minus one fifty against anybody, like anybody, like like like. So to put it into context, like, Federer like, was minus two seventy against the guy he lost three straight sets. Yeah, against. there you go. Yeah, I can see Joker being minus three four hundred, and I think it's a good bet. I think yeah, it's a good. No, bet. I think it's. I think I can't bet against. Them. I think probably the most profitable better in the world. Is the guy that smashes like 500k on Djokovic every time he plays? Since he's like 18, yeah, like yeah. he's bet on Joker every single yeah. time, no matter the odds. You blindly bet a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Quick question. Quick question. Why can't we just do that? <laughs> if you could pick one athlete that you've grown up watching to eventually play against in professional sport, who would it be? To play against? Yeah. So because I think I, I wish I could turn that question because if I could be or play with a wide saying. receiver on the Saints with Drew Brees, I don't know what I would do. Like if he hit me deep. 
like 80. Oh, I don't know if I can run 80 yards, but if I was, <laughs> <laughs> let's say we were in the red zone, a little five yard, know, like, like a Jeremy Shockey, like five yard curl in the end zone. He hits me in the Super Bowl. I think that'd be like, my life is complete. No, but it's, I'll it, die it, on the it, field. It's a, it, it, it's, it's a what if, you know, you, you can tell yourself that you're six, four, one ninety and just okay. So ca- catching catching running balls from a Drew Brees, catching balls from Drew Brees. I think it hits harder to home if it's a one v one sport. That's, I, that's why. So gonna I'm gonna say. think one v one. But the thing is, I just don't have some crazy. Like you're probably gonna say a golfer for sure. Like if I, I can, just I just right. don't have like, you know what? I'll give you it. Wow. I got it. I sit down at a table. Across no way. from Tom Dwan, <laughs> my absolute hero in poker. And he just rinses you for 300K. We each put 250 <laughs> in the middle, and we just duel it out heads up. That'd be so crazy. Just confirm, I would do anything to play heads up with Tom Dwan. Out of any athlete in the world. I'm taking Tom Dwan. Sport, Tom Rafa Dwan. is playing Tom Dwan heads up at the Blast. Tom Dwan he's, in like a 300, 600. He's currently in, in hiding from like the <laughs> mafia in Hong Kong. Yeah, I'm going to play him in like the basement in like a Macau Chinese restaurant. <laughs> of HS. For 500K. You're playing the basement of HS. I don't know. what. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside jokes are fun. Oh, no, yeah. Best. Give me Tom Dwan So the personal up. stuff hits harder at home because you're there with them. You actually have a conversation the with thing. them. You hang out with them. If I'm against, let's say I grew... It reeks. In <laughs> it's, it's my feet. <laughs> fucking reeks. It's gotta be my feet. I'm trying uh, to air them out. Your feet smell like a dead I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing fucking flip flops. What do you want from me? Okay. Me and Craig walked six kilometers down Queen Street. What do you want me to do? Oh <laughs> like if I was, let's say, I grew up loving Randy Moss, and I'm like a defensive back. Like I still don't get that relationship. Like it's still cool, like going up against him. But like if I'm like, like teeing up at 8:40 at the Masters with Tiger Woods, that's just. Yeah. It doesn't compare. I just wish I had an athlete that like I could really say like it would mean a lot to me because I only started getting into tennis and golf somewhat recently. Right. You know what? Like <sighs> playing forty eight minutes like with with like the big three on the Celtics. Like obviously I'm never doing that. Like that would never work. But like it'd be sick. Yeah, basketball could work. Like if right. I could just be like the Rondo on that team for like a game. Playing, that'd a, be duo, unbelievable. playing a duo with Ninja and Fortnite. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I'll take on Nick Merckx. <laughs> Ninja, like, can I have like three hundred wood? <laughs> Okay, moving on, moving on. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we covered Euro, covered Wimbledon. This weekend was the match. No, it was actually yesterday. So, we'll see how much yeah, you turn the TV on. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I guess Corey didn't watch much. <laughs> it was under 24 hours. I didn't, watch, I didn't watch a second. The only thing that I watched was Rodgers and Brady. The only thing that I watched was Rodgers and Brady throwing a football on 50. <laughs> and I have to call you out because we showed you that 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Literally, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I've seen. The only it thing I've seen was Rodgers and Brady on I Twitter. Have, I have one takeaway, and then I'll let Craig take it. Okay. This is his spot. If Aaron Rodgers decides not to play football, he could be a professional mini putter because I don't think he missed a putt. I think he can actually make it on the Corn Ferry Tour. He has a low handicap. You're going to have to tell me what Corn you Corn Ferry Tour is like the AHL of the PGA. You're going to have to tell me what Which that is. Which is the minor leagues. Okay. So like the G thank League. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the AHL. Um, American Hockey I thought League? it was phenomenal. Yeah. You got is it. it actually? Yeah, American Hockey League, yeah. Let's go. I just can't watch another second not? of Bryson DeChambeau. He cannot take a chirp. Everyone's ripping him for being like some dork on the course, and he gets like so upset. So I think my main takeaway from the match was that I hate Bryson DeChambeau. And Tom Brady, I think we talk about it all the time when like we watch the Bucks and, and we just watch football. The fact that this guy came out of a vagina and like became a human <laughs> being just doesn't make sense to me. Because he is... 
the spitting image of perfection. I'm not even kidding. Like royal prestigious. He is prestigious. <laughs> he is good looking. He is married to a supermodel wife. He has seven Super Bowl rings. Going to retire <laughs> with ten. He walks onto the field. People shit their fucking pants. They're going up against Tom Brady. He comes onto this course in fucking Montana. Montana was <laughs> stunning, by the way. Okay. Okay. And just drills the green on a 390 yard par four. This guy just doesn't do anything wrong. And his just aura and like the respect that people have for him, there's no one else like him in the world, and I will say that firmly. Yeah. Can I tell you what Colin Coward said today? And what? I don't miss a Colin Coward take. He's talking about the match. He's talking about he has to talk about Rogers. The biggest winner. Did you see the video? No. Guess what he said? The biggest winner from the match. Who was it? I'm gonna say you cut me off when I said Montana, so I'm gonna say it's something to do with that. Corey, biggest winner. Real estate agents in Montana. <laughs> because, my God, was it beautiful. People are going to start buying property in Montana. That place is gorgeous. It was like, a, it was like one of those commercials you see yeah. for like Newfoundland. He like, come see the Newfoundland. Biggest, the biggest winner from the match was real estate agents in Montana. <laughs> the, course was, the course was gorgeous. That's incredible. And Phil so Mickelson funny. just has the great chirps, too. He's the coolest guy on the Charles team. Barkley this was is, commentating. It was great. This is what I didn't get. So, what did you tell me? Brady is a... is a he, Brady's an eight handicap. So, so he Brady shoots, shoots like shoots high 70s, low 80s. So, Brady shoots high 70s. Yeah. How? How the hell does Tom Brady... He He's the best athlete on the planet. Natural. He dedicates all of his time to being a perfect, a perfect quarterback. He's won seven Super Bowls. I barely work 22 hours a week. I golf once. He's a football. He's an athlete. How does this guy golf? How does he golf? This is natural. It is born natural athleticism. born athleticism. And I think he has that diet and has that like thing about him being an athlete, being like, one of the best ever, that he can be like, he can take like 10 lessons and play 10 rounds and be amazing. And just, yeah. But I also think he's at an age and at a point in his career where he can skip OTAs. He can skip training camp. He can skip all these like bullshit <laughs> volunteer workouts, mini camps, whatever, and just do whatever he wants. I've said this many times. I know Corey's going to roast me when I say it, but I don't care. You give LeBron James two years to pick up any sport in his prime, he's a top 10 player at that sport, including hockey. You give LeBron two years to play hockey, I he's, disagree a, top, with he's hockey. a top 10 forward. That's just the dumbest thing I've ever Top 10 heard. defender. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever I knew you were going to go nuts. I, I'm going to have to go to the producers, and they're going to have to pay me more to talk hockey with you on this okay, podcast. Okay, Stephen A. Hockey's a reach. The producer. Anchor FM. <laughs> I am with you. I'm the producer. I am with you. Steve <laughs> yeah. from Long and McQuaid. Yeah. Who's the producer? If LeBron walked into the NFL with two years of training. Baseball. And baseball. You know he's pimping homers? I think he'd be the best. You don't think LeBron can learn how to skate in, in two years? That's no. all he has to do. I don't think he can. No. I think, I, I think you guys are nuts. <laughs> I'm not asking him to learn how to fly a spaceship. I'm asking him to learn how to skate. My six-year-old sister could skate. And you can't skate. I don't try to but skate. Give me two years to skate, I'll skate. Think about his starting point. His starting point is worse than Brooklyn right now. No, what I'm saying? Like, he's like 17, 18 years old. You give I guarantee years. you he has never stepped on the ice. I guarantee it as well. So he has to start. Think about everybody in the Can NHL. Can imagine? They've like, been skating but since like, they were But he's four. doing it every day. He is, an, he is a, a freak athlete. You don't think he can figure it out? You don't think he could be like Victor Hedman? This is just a waste of time. You don't think we have a Dustin Bufflin <laughs> on our hands? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I almost just died thinking I've, about I've been that. saying this. I think I, I think we first had this conversation in high school, and I got roasted. What did you say? That that LeBron oh, would be true. a top 10 hockey player if he had two years no, of he wouldn't. He wouldn't be even close. That's okay. Like, no. he has, like, the best trainers on earth teaching him how to skate with no. his mentality, and he wants it. 
I think no. yeah, I think he's right there. I don't even think he'd be able to cross over on the left side in a year and a half. I think you're nuts. Do you know how hard it is? I know how hard sports are. No, no, no. I hate how everyone makes it like hockey. Do you know like how this, hard it is? Like the hardest sport ever. No, no, no. It's world-renowned known to be. I, I, I get it, but like like these guys all figure it out. Like Corey Perry, like you figure it out. That's what I'm going to say. Do you know how hard it is and rare it is? I'm not saying LeBron's not like special to like skate and move and have agility at 6'10". Like it's yeah, he's a big guy. Of. That's a it good point. He's a big guy. Unheard of. He's a big guy. The smaller you okay, are, fine. the more the more the the better chances you are of actually being a good skater. Really good Ch- take. Chara's out of out of a movie. Really good take. His height is tough. Really good take. So let me pick any other freak athlete that's not six ten. Yeah, like Drew Holiday. Obviously not Drew Holiday. I'm trying to think. I thought of the first small guy. See now I'm tripping because every athlete in every other sport's like I feel like they're like seven feet tall. Like Bo Bichette. I can see him being a sick hockey player. He just has the flow. He has the look. He's too American for me. He has the look. He has the size. (coughs) Yeah, he'd look good. But enough about random athletes. Do you think Bryce Harper could play hockey? Yeah, I think. Okay, so are we saying no to LeBron because of size? No. Is that why we're saying no? Not because of the time or like the skating? No, no. Hockey's not a sport that you can pick up in two years. That's the answer. You can't. For anybody. No. You can't just top athletes on earth. Can't do it. No, not to play NHL caliber hockey. Say your tagline. Say your tagline. Give me the tagline. Say it. Starts with an I. Ends with a impossible. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Tell me. Tell me it's impossible. Please. So we can move on. It's impossible. It's impossible. All right, guys. Impossible. It, it's Next. totally impossible. Next. I, 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 don't think there, I don't think there's a sport in the world that you can start playing and then two years later be. LeBron could start playing football today and be a top five tight end in the NFL. Today. Today. But today, the, the, the thing is, <laughs> he is could go to OTAs today and beat out every tight end in the league other than five, six. Question 11. for you. Has LeBron ever played football? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm sure. He no, has. No, Look at him. No, no. Because if he has, then it's void. He's never played competitive. I can football. see him he's playing. He's for sure played like high school football. He's for sure played high school football. I can see him on a field catching balls. I mean, like fresh picking up a sport. I don't think there's any sport you can pick it up in two years. What a what an insult to all these beautiful it's not an insult it's not an insult i'm trying to compliment the uh, how crazy of an athlete some human beings are it's yeah. not, i'm not insulting other people yeah i'm not insulting jason witten but unfortunately lebron james is probably going to be better than you at tight end if tom brady can pick up golf which i think is a very very difficult yeah. sport i think all sports aside other than hockey are in the cards okay but let's be clear Tom Brady is not ready to go on the tour. Aaron Rodgers is damn close. Not really. Aaron, if, if you're a plus three handicap, that means you're that means you're breaking par sometimes. What's like the, he's probably what, broken what's par. What's the tour? Like like high sixties now. Well, tour is par seventy two, so you're expected to shoot seventy two all all like otherwise like consistently. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is three horses. strokes away from that, and he doesn't play golf all the time. I'm talking about like two years of full dedication. It's the only sport you play for two years, training at the highest level. I'm just saying it's not impossible. I'm but you're so going to tell down. me it's impossible? It's okay. I'm so down to talk about Aaron Rodgers for the next 20 minutes. So they brought up back to the match. Well, we never got off it because we're talking yeah. about athletes crossing over. But they brought up Green Bay mm-hmm. and, like, what you're planning on doing, obviously. like, And he's not a fucking idiot. Like, he's on air in front of, like, millions of people. He's like, we'll see how it goes. So Colin had a take on that, too. I think I saw that one. So Colin basically said... It must be somewhat known amongst Rodgers' circle that he's staying 
because there's no way he would have allowed these questions to happen if it was actually a touchy subject. So what Colin basically said was he's obviously going back this year and he's gone next year because he's a But I also agent, think right? if you say that, if it wasn't talked about at all, it'd be known he's gone. That's what I'm saying. Like if it wasn't talked about at all. I, like, ge- uh, like I guess. I also, I also think that to be like a captain leader of a team, like it's, it's almost like too late to go. Like I feel like it would have happened around the draft. Like when all that hype was happening, like what they're gonna trade him like two weeks before preseason. Aaron Rodgers, he's not he like it's not like he's an offensive tackle. Like you need that guy. I, I I think he's staying for sure for at least a year. And they're gonna be good again. They're gonna be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, they're obviously. right. They're right. Fucking there. They're always there. Yeah, they're always there. They've been back to back NFC Championship games. I mean that you look at that division. Like I guess the Bears. I, I still don't. No, they're fucking walking that division. That's yeah. the worst division. They're of football, fucking actually. walking through that division. Is that the worst division of football? It could be the worst division. Yeah. The, the Lions. Indi- I can't even talk about the Lions. Lions are a nightmare, but I, part of me thinks that Minnesota can like bounce back and compete. They have good weapons. Well, they always split with like Green they've Bay. They've been competing. Period. Like recently, like last year, they, last year they had a really bad start. But and I think they, they were beat, battling. I back. think they've split with Green Bay. They did split with Green Bay. Yeah, but I mean, like record-wise, they they started own four, uh, Minnesota, and then they were just battling back. Yeah, they have guys though. Like they have real guys. I think I lost the most money betting on Minnesota that year, last year. I know Craig lost the most money betting on Atlanta last year. Oh God, <laughs> that's confirmed. <laughs> and I'm gonna be, Atlanta. I'm gonna be betting Atlanta. on them again. Yeah, he's in love. You love Matty Ice, eh? And Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I can't stand Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I'm a very, very in the closet. Only a it's select. Not even in the closet. No, no, only a select few it's people. Not even in the closet. Know You're that I that I love Baltimore. You're obsessed with Baltimore. Oh, God. <laughs> you are like head over heels obsessed with Baltimore. <laughs> It's, it's like I make. It's like I'm making a ticket on Sunday. They're like, you don't have Baltimore in there. Craig, before Craig, Craig logs into Bet Three on Saturday, and it auto fills Falcons Baltimore. Every week it auto fills so those depressing. two teams. It's crazy. It doesn't matter who they're playing. He's got them both with the spread. Oh man. And if Atlanta's plus money, he's like losing his mind, which they're always plus money. They're so bad. They're horrific. Man, holy shit! One game left in hockey, three in basketball. That just means football's like. I already wow. made my ticket for Sunday. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm not even play? kidding. What is it? Oh, it's uh, Jags. Jags uh, Chiefs money line. That's it's like two point three. Is that the first can't lose putting parlay? X amount of money on that? <laughs> really, it's like X X X X. Yeah, it's like a couple X's. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence debut against no Deshaun Watson. So it's like Matt Savage or whatever the fuck Matt his Schwab? name is. He retired. <laughs> They'd be better off with Shop. <laughs> Shop and yeah. Andre Johnson were at least serviceable. So I have Urban Meyer and Trevor in their NFL debut, and then and Travis and then Etienne. the best coaching head and quarterback duo of all time. Did they add one player on defense? Who? Jacksonville. I know they drafted a bunch of guys. Okay, I'll take that. I guess. But yeah, tickets in for Week One. Um, before we know it, we're gonna blink. I was saying on the road here, NFL is gonna be right here. Because NBA is done next week. NHL is done this week. And then we have like a month till college football. Taken, oh we did our, we did our, so funny story. We started a fantasy football league, I want to say seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Um, Craig's in it. Corey was, was in it. And the biggest mistake no of his life was because he thought, you know, look, me, like us and Corey's friendship, like it's definitely grown over the years. Like it's grown and it continues to grow and we love it. But at the time, I just think his, his ego was too big for us. <laughs> and the season ended and he said guys i'm out and fast forward you know five years we have a 30 person wait list to get in the pool and Corey's nowhere near the list so Corey's not in the pool but we did do our fantasy order this weekend 
obviously Commissioner Rafa, second overall. That's very exciting. Very, very good. Craggy, what are you at, seven? I have seventh overall, which is the worst pick in the draft. I've always, I always found that six, seven, eight, nine are like disasters. Six, seven, no matter for the sure. year, no matter the year. No, no, it doesn't matter the the year for players, yeah. but six, seven is the worst. It's just such a weird spot because you're not getting a premium player, but then you're also not close enough not to close the swing to, yeah, to get yeah. like a close enough yeah. player. Yeah, really tough spot. Praying I get Nick Chubb. It always screams. I feel like Tw- if you have a middle round league. pick. I feel like, yeah, twelve team league. I feel like if you have a middle round pick, you're screaming Keenan Allen on the way back or something. I feel like he's always right there. So I've done some mocks because I'm a Keenan Allen because I'm a nerd. Keenan Allen. On what pick? The second on the way back. My second overall pick? Yeah. No, there were there were better options. Like who? Like so this is like sixteenth overall now. Seventeenth okay. overall. Okay. Took Nick Chubb, which I'm I'm all over this year because on the way there. Yeah, on the way there. Seventh overall. Browns okay. just run yeah, through that's him. Great. It's a train. Yeah, that's great. Making sure I get Kareem Hunt in like the seventh round. Obviously. I got Metcalf on the way back. That's not gonna happen in our pool. You don't think? Our pool's weird, so everybody listening. Nothing ha- anything that happens in a mock doesn't happen in our pool. No no no, definitely no mocks are fake. I think like I know our pool's filled with like we're filled with sharks. I think going like eleven, twelve, like on the way back. No, like ten, eleven. Their second pick. I think he's long gone by you. I'll put. And then on the way back in the third round. Yeah, who'd you get? Someone. Mike Evans. Yeah. So I had two heavy receivers with Nick Chubb. I didn't hate it. Can we just pause and talk about how good Bo Bichette is at baseball? The fact that Hunju Ryu was on the mound. After a loss against the Orioles and they were minus 170, <laughs> the fact that we didn't put our entire <laughs> lives on that game. We're watching Jays up 9-1, and um, I would love to talk about this team because um, I know football is soon, but I just don't give a shit about who you're taking. We're not letting that round. die, Max. We're not letting that die. He just say? cut off NFL conversation. I, I don't give a shit who you're for taking. O- for Orioles, Jays. I don't, give, like, I don't give a like shit who you're taking in the second <laughs> round in your fantasy It's also football. like I feel like the last like three, four weeks, he'll just come on and be like, can we just talk about Vlad Guerrero Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about I'm obsessed with the, the Jays Toronto right Blue Jays? I'm obsessed with this team. Like they're like a borderline playoff team. They're they're great. They're really fun. The city's exciting. Calm down. I'm, I'm in love with this team. Take a breath. Like my God. Vlad Guerrero. Jesus Christ. Speaking of three for three tonight. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> Can we just talk about how good he is? Like yeah, he's good. We know. Nothing changed since last week. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing right now. I'd rather never want to talk about Tatis or like Shohei. It's always these two idiots. I'd rather I'd rather talk about Guerrero than what who Sheffer's taking in the second round. (laughs) 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 Like Keenan Allen on the way back. Uh, Give me a break. Sheffer, if you're listening, I'm sorry. We're not coming anywhere near my pool. (laughs) Oh my god. That was great. Okay, hang on a second. You're just sour you left the pool and you can't get back in. Bro, I don't want to come into your pool. It's a tier two pool. Yeah. Wow. Tier two pool. Tier two wow. pool. Bro, the pot's more than wow. like a month of rent for you. Tier two pool. <laughs> tier two yeah. pool. Jeez. Look. The pot's a trip to Vegas. We'll uh we'll circle back NFL time. We're gonna go back to picks and um I'm gonna remind you guys why I left your pool. I just say it's tier two. Tier two secondary knowledge. Tier two. Yeah. Oh, I died to name drop. We don't right have now, G in our league, so like I, I, I'm, I'm dying to name. <laughs> I'm dying to name drop, but I'm just not gonna do yeah, it. Because I was going through some names that I, sake, I didn't want to say. For the sake of like <laughs> my like family's safety, I'm just not gonna say anything right now, and we're gonna move on. So please, uh, we're Conor we're McGregor. We're <laughs> the notorious champ does whatever the fuck he wants. Let's um, talk about him. What let's a big talk fight. about. Let's talk about the four main fights. 
which I can now recite off like the back of my hand. Go I'm ahead. So excited. This is this is your this is your corner. Go ahead. Let's start from the fourth fight and make our way to the main event. We can go round table about each fight. I'll introduce them. We'll continue. Sounds great. Sean Sugar Show O'Malley. You know, this is the only one I have no idea who he's fighting, and you know why? Because he's minus a thousand to win, which is just like legit. He's minus a thousand. He's minus a thousand to win. He's fighting. You showed Moutinho or something, no? He's fighting K. Moutinho. Yeah. Sean O'Malley, if he doesn't win this fight, ob- the only way he loses this fight, like me and Craig said, is if he like has a heart attack in the ring. God forbid. Like he would have to have like a life. Or like does his, he does like his cocky shit or and he, he like breaks his ankle. Yeah. I just don't. There's no way he loses that. There's nothing much to talk about here. He's electric. He's probably the most exciting fighter in the sport right now, other than like maybe Francis. He's just he's just electric. Minus a thousand. There's nothing to bet on here. It's a. It's kind of sucks because there's going to be no on. handle on that match. Yeah, like even if fight. you take him by knockout in the first round, I think it might still be minus. It might still be minus. I'm going to check. Knockout in the while first we're ta- round. While we're minus. talking, I'm going to check. Now let's move on to the third last fight of the night, a heavyweight fight, which is always exciting. Tai Tuivasa versus the defensive end on the Dallas Cowboys, yes. Greg Hardy. The big now man. I have some strong feelings about this fight. I know Craig has strong feelings about this fight. We're on the same page pretty much. Um, Tuivasa is just so dominant. He's so good. I believe he's on quite a nice win streak as well. And yes, Greg Hardy's been fun to watch. He has some crazy power. Yeah. He's still a little raw, but I'll give him credit. Every time he fights, he looks better and better and better. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins because it's a heavyweight fight and literally any punch could end it. But I think Tai Tuivasa, he's like minus 160. I'm in love with it. You're missing a very important point on the match go ahead i keep calling it a match yeah because i'm I'm in wimbledon mode and yeah. euro mode <laughs> so i'm like i don't sound like i apologize for sounding like a total dork one fighter is a fighter yeah one fighter is a defensive end i'm gonna take the fighter minus 160 <laughs> minus 170 because this is his career yep and the other guy was sacking daniel jones like three weeks ago <laughs> so that's just my mentality going into the fight Yep. And the fact that he is under minus 200 is hilarious. Yeah. So that's I'm where I'll be. Okay, so Sean O'Malley to get a knockout in the first round is plus 100. It's even money. Wow. It's even money he knocks the guy in the first round. That's nuts. And that would that be a three-minute round fight or a five-minute? It's a, They're all five minutes. Oh, they're all five minutes? But it's three yeah. rounds. Three or five rounds, but they're always five minutes. So those are the two first fights of the main ones. Then we move up to Gilbert Vern's. Versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, who I think is just going to be clinically beautiful in this fight. I think he's going to dominate him. I don't know if he'll knock him out, but I think he can win this fight 5-0, like unanimous five rounds. Gilbert Burns has just, ever since he got pulled from that fight versus Usman and Masvidal got to enter in, he just looks like garbage. He's getting toyed around with. Usman beat the shit out of him. Um, I have nothing to contribute to this I fight. I like Wonderboy in this one. And then, obviously, that takes us to the main event. The trilogy, the last fight they'll fight against each other, Poirier versus McGregor. Obviously, McGregor took the first one a few years ago, just electric. And then recently, I want to say three, four, five months ago, McGregor got his ass kicked by Poirier. This is the trilogy. Obviously, that was McGregor's first fight back from a long, long absence from the UFC. McGregor's coming in at plus 100. Very rarely do you see him as an underdog in the UFC period. Um, I think he's still got. I think he's still got it. Um, I would be crazily. I'll say it. I would be shocked if McGregor loses this fight. Wow! Really? Wow! 
I would be absolutely shocked. And it's if he a loses pretty like even split in terms of I the betting, right? Yeah, he's plus a hundred. It's crazy. I think if he loses this fight, it tarnishes, and uh, people might disagree. I think this is it's just this is a critical fight. This is a career-ending loss if he loses. I love this guy plus money. I think he could retire if he loses. I think this is career-altering. I think he retires regardless. Like maybe like in the octagon. If he, he might loses. retire if he loses in the octagon. This is not a, the title fight though, is it? No. So. If he wins this fight, he'll is get it a title possible fight. he gets a title? Yeah, for sure. So if he loses, my prediction is he retires. If he wins, he's going to get a title fight. I don't then. think it'll be right away, but I think he'll get one. I don't know why in my head I feel like he's just so out of the fighting scene. So like, There's no way if he wins, he gets a title because fight. His first fight. No, no, no. It's not right away. It's not right away. But he's like on the path. Because Poirier is a real guy. Like, there's no way he's even fifth ranked in that division. No, this, guy's like, this guy's like one. Now, this is, this, is, this is my thing. And I, I have been following like a lot more UFC in terms of like leading up to the card. Um, seeing his his preparation for this fight and how he looks right now as opposed to his last fight versus Poirier, he looks ready. Tell like me his hair this fight. He, uh, I hate bald I McGregor. He, uh, he's either bald or has like that little quaff on the top, like that little schmutz on the top. He's not like, he doesn't have like hair hair. No, no, no. Yeah, he I might be cleaned up on the top. I need him yeah. to have like a little something. Um, he just looks, he just looks ready. He looks ready. I think he's taking it a lot more seriously than the last one because the last one I think he thought was a joke. He, he got killed in, us. He so. came in laughing and he lost and was like, oh, like great fight. His, like, his entrance been, was 10 out of 10. Has he been opening his mouth in like press conferences or is, is that he, shtick done? Always, he, no, that's never done. He's an absolute shit talker, but that's what, he, that's what he is. We need that. The sport needs that. The sport definitely uh, needs he's that. The, he's like one of the most electric athletes of all time. He's the reason the UFC is... Yeah, uh, yeah, we're like, he's the reason we're talking map. about the UFC period. Put it on the map. Yeah. Totally put it on the map. So those are the four main fights. Um, obviously, so I'll give my picks again just to round it up if you're going to make a ticket, which I'm going to do. O'Malley, I'm going to put it on. I'm not going to put it on my ticket because it's minus 1,000. It can only fuck me, but, like, obviously O'Malley's going to win. I'll take Tai Tuivasa. I'm going to take Wonderboy, and I'm going to take McGregor by knockout. Wow. By knockout. Five rounds. I think he's back. I think he's going to catch him. Yeah, I'm taking McGregor, too. Plus yeah, I'm going to join the party, yeah. All Any right. thoughts on the other two? I guess you got no. Well, like I love sugar. I love sugar O'Malley. Just yeah. like and I'm never. T- and you're taking Ty. I'm taking Ty because I'm not betting on with Greg Hardy, a football player. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's a great segment. I love. I like that you got Craig has golf. I have UFC. Yeah. And Corey has hating on me. Corey has like OHL puck with like yeah, Peter Bjorkstrand. Corey has just like making fun of me. So that's a good. That's a good segment. That's just ongoing. Moving on. <laughs> because we have six minutes left, and I don't need to get into it now. I think we've been great. Behaved. I think we've been really good. Aligned. Aligned. Somewhat. Somewhat. Cohesive. Prestigious. Royalty. <laughs> Impossible. Aaron Barricone. Prestigious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elegance. Elegance. <laughs> Just drips class <laughs> while he's smooching a fucking bagel up fucking Kivas. <laughs> Oh man! This is um, fun. Wow. All I'm gonna say is, I, I just like I cannot wait for football season. I can't wait for hockey and basketball to be done. I can't wait for them to be done because that really means like football's next. Yeah, football is next. Fo- football starts. Should we fill in the tilters on our pre-recording chill? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. They're not ready. A little cliffhanger. We're gonna leave a cliffhanger. Wow. But let's just. I say love how I said it, and now yep. it's a cliffhanger. Yeah, people are gonna like be ripping their hair out. Yeah. 
insane update coming potentially next week. The content that you are going yeah. to be getting via yes. Instagram story, you aren't ready for it. Yeah. You guys are not ready for the content that's going to be coming to your Instagram stories. And I'm not going to tell you what. We're going to leave you hanging. I love how we're leaving them hanging. We're leaving them hanging. Like nothing? Not even a word. Wow. Yeah, not a word. Not a word. I love but that. But I'm so happy you brought it up. It's yeah. Gonna, it's, it's People are going to lose sleep. It's going to be Just crazy. Just know that we had a crazy pre-recording chill. With a plan that was made. We'll give you that. Can wow. we say at, at the very least it's related to... No, don't nothing. say Nothing. It. It's related to Instagram stories. Wow. There will be Instagram stories. There will be Instagram stories. Correct. There may be TikToks. There yes. There may be onits. There, there will be, be tweets. <laughs> there may be Pinterest pins. <laughs> <laughs> we might make a cameo page. <laughs> 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 we might have greens. <laughs> yes. Wow. What an episode. And with that, I say la boo. Go Habs, go. 25 episodes. We love you. A quarter we century. Thank you. Please keep listening. It's only going to get better. And we'll see you guys at 100. We'll see you at 100. Oh, yeah. See you at 100. Season three coming up. Much love.